911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to another episode of Tactical Living by Leo Warriors. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, and today I am joined by a very special guest by the name of Brian Shea. Brian, how are you? I'm good, Ashley. How are you? I'm good too, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on our show. And the reason that you agreed to come on was because you have a lot of experience when it comes to the realm of financial planning as a financial professional. So if you don't mind, are you able to just take the listener through a little bit about your backstory? Sure. Um, well, actually, I'm from Baltimore originally. That's where I still live. Uh, I uh, grew up in the area. I uh, served in the Army for eight years. I was a medic. Um, my entire family is and was law enforcement. And I heard from a very young age about how I should never go into law enforcement. It's, you know, just, you know, they don't appreciate you, that kind of thing. And this was you know, 15, 20 years ago. Um, and I, it, it always interested me. And I knew that my family was always into that line of work. And uh, one thing that I noticed about my family is that, well, for the most part, out of about, let's say 90%, uh, didn't plan. Uh, they didn't really do any planning at all as far as for their retirement, their investments, uh, their life insurance, nothing. They just really kind of let it happen to them. And I saw how they are now, and I, you know, some have passed away since then, and, you know, and the families have been left kind of um, you know, in, in a lurch. And, and that's just not just them, but it's a lot of people that, I've, you know, that I know from the law enforcement and, and the fire side, too. Uh, so I decided that I wanted to do something to help, and um, I decided to become a financial professional back in 2010, and I started Tactical Financial Group soon after, uh, which is the name of my company, uh, and it's which been I have to phenomenal. Pause you because we kind of freaking love, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. You know, when I saw your, uh, you know, your uh, the name of your podcast, like it just kind of fit perfectly. Uh, but uh, Tactical Financial was my kind of my brainchild because I wanted to really uh, I wanted to resonate with people that I want to work with. Uh, I don't want to work with super wealthy people with my license. I could do that. I can go out and search for the whales, but it's, it's not where my, uh, it's not where my heart is. It's not where, where I love to be. You know, I get to hang out with my heroes day in and day out. You know, I'm not one of them, but you know, I can spend time with them. So um, that to me means more than anything else in the world. Uh, you know, I spend time with them, more time with them than I do my own family. So in fact, that's probably good sometimes. Uh, but, um, <laughs> but no, it's a, uh, it's, it's an honor to work with these ladies and gentlemen who put their lives in line every single day and it's getting less and less respected. It's, it's becoming uh, more and more hated because of the current you know, the political climate and the, just, you know, the way that people see authority these days. And I just, I love the opportunity to sit down with every single one of them and just say, listen, you can do things differently. There's, you're not on this road where there's no exits you can exit any time and you can do a U-turn and you can fix things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's what a lot of people feel hopeless. And it, it causes, you know, I don't want to get too far ahead of things, but I know it causes things like, you know, like marital problems. It causes suicides. It causes you know, suicidal ideations. It causes people sleepless nights, hair loss, weight gain, all, all that stuff, you know? So um, it, it can be fixed. And I've seen it myself hundreds of times. People just, the lights coming on, they're like, Oh wow, I can do this there are ways around it. So that's why I wanted to come on here and just talk to people about it. Yeah. Yeah. I love that history and that story and the way that you tapped into the niche, the way that you did. Um, It's very rare to find any companies that 
are very direct and specific with what it is that they do and the services that they provide. So I know that for myself and my husband, anybody that we can work with that knows what our lifestyle is like is definitely a benefit. So can you talk the listener through a little bit about what that might look like? Why would somebody seek out your help? Well, first of all, um, when people think of financial professionals, they automatically think of somebody who wants to get a hold of their money. Mm -hmm. Okay. I teach this day, uh, probably at least two times a week and sometimes four or five times a week. I teach this at different academies, uh, different in-services. Um, you know, and that's one place where a lot of the officers get that they get bombarded more than anywhere else. You know, are there roll calls or in-services? Oh, buy this, buy this, do this, do that. And the first thing I say to people when I talk to them is if you have a financial person right now who is telling you to put into their investments as opposed to your deferred compensation or your 457 plan, you need to question that. You need to question why they're telling you that. Because a lot of times they're telling them, oh, you know, I can do better than what your deferred comp can do. You know, I can do better here, here. It's they want your money. And I tell people right away, do not give me your money which kind of, you know, quote unquote, cuts my throat as a financial person when I tell them right away, don't give me your money. <clears throat> but it's, 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 it's true. You know, a lot of companies, a lot of people want nothing more than to get their hands on people's money. So one reason why people sit down with me is because I, t I, I go over their, everything from their pay stubs to their bank statement, to their mortgage statement, to, the, you know, I have uh, people who are in the accounting industry who don't charge to look over their, their taxes. It's a complete and total, uh, you know, it, it's a very homeopathic way to do it. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's going from, from maybe where, where you're sick to trying to make you well, starting from the ground. You know, if you have a horrible infection, you don't want to start at the top. You know, you want to start at, at the base of the infection and stop what the problem is and then treat the infection. Um, so one thing is that people miss all the time that never gets discussed is keeping track of their bank and payroll deductions. That is something that is, it's endemic because they get attacked every single roll call. When they walk into roll call, all they have is somebody in a pretty suit or a nice dress up there saying, hey, you know, buy this right here because the best thing for you and your family and it's the best company out there. It, it, it's crap most of the time. So if they, if you do it one time, let's say 15 bucks for this or that, you know, for an Aflac type thing, whatever, okay, whatever. But it's when you do it five, six, eight, 10, 15, 20 times or more over a 15, 20 year career or longer, that's when things start to hurt. And I see people who have three, four, 500 bucks a pay, not a, not a month, not a quarter, but a pay coming out for these different insurances. They, they don't even know what they did five, 10, 15, 20 years ago. They just, ah, it's a pain in the butt to go and fix it. I'm not going to do anything about it, you know, whatever. Yeah, we're, they, we're definitely guilty of that too because, um, we have Aflac, for example, and there have been so many times where we could have utilized it, but we never did. I was getting ready to say, I was getting ready to say, that is how those companies survive because they know the chances of you using them are slim to none. You don't, you don't think about it. Mm -hmm. You don't think about when, 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 when you broke your toe, when you had too much to drink and you walk down the stairs, whatever. You don't think about that kind of thing. You don't think about, you know, when, when your kid goes to the hospital for, uh, for, you know, for a bloody nose or a concussion from soccer, that you can get paid for that. So again, if you're using these things, use them and let the companies, let them pay you back for what you're paying for. Um, but then, so on top of that, so basically the credit cards, correction, um, the, the, the payroll um, uh, statements are one thing. The bank statements are equally important, probably not as, as damaging because 
you would usually notice if you have three, four, five hundred bucks a month coming out of your bank statement. But it's not all at one time. The companies that that gym that you signed up for five years ago, if you haven't been to in four and a half years, and you're still paying for it. You're not getting any skinnier going to that gym. I'm sorry, not going to that gym. Okay, so stop paying for the gym membership. Just because you have that, that BJJ or the MMA club membership on there, you're not learning how to fight any better. Okay, so mm-hmm. stop paying for it. Okay, all these different things. And uh, there's things like uh, there's those credit monitoring services you signed up for two, five, six, eight years ago. You're still paying for You haven't gone to that site in five or six years. So it, that's two, three, five, eight bucks a month. And I'm telling you, whether they ever call me or any other financial professional or not, if they use just 15, 20 minutes of their time a month and look over a bank statement, not even, not, not, not even monthly, but every six months, just look over the bank statements and their payroll statements and say, okay, this is what's coming out. Do I know what it is and why it's coming out? It, it, I've seen it literally change financial life because that all rolls into the other stuff that we'll talk about in a couple minutes. But um, and one thing I also want to say real quick is if anybody out there has a cell phone provider, which most people do, they need to contact their cell phone, their cell phone provider. I know that AT&T is one. I'm, I don't have any endorsements or anything with AT&T, but just I know they have it. And I think Verizon has something similar where their AT&T is called FirstNet. And it's unlimited data, talk, and text. And it's 35 bucks a month, I believe it is. That's probably going to knock 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks off somebody's bill if they do something that simple. And you have to be a sworn officer, not retired, or a full-time firefighter in order to do it. So it's not, not, not open to the military, me, you know, any, any, anybody else like that, but there are programs out there where you can save yourself money. Whenever you walk into a place you know, to buy something, do you have police fire discounts? Do you have military discounts? Whatever. Use that to your advantage because you, know, you don't get a whole lot from this line of work besides you know, high blood pressure a lot of times <laughs> um, yeah. you know, and, you know, and a hard time. So you know, use it for everything you can get it for. Um, so, and I, I know that Verizon actually has that too. And we have Clint on there as like the primary on the plan. And all we had to do was take a picture of his police ID and then submit it. They walked us through the process. And I think, I think it's something like 15% off of our bill every month. And that definitely accrues and adds up. Yeah. So I, I know the AT&T had, I, I heard that Verizon had something similar. I don't know what the differences in cost are, but again, whoever it is, I don't care who it is, get the best deal for you and your family. You know, I, you know that's what I care about. Um, so one of the other major things, I'm sorry, so you're going to keep going about, you know, stuff. Okay. So, um, so the, some of the other major things that I see really, really kill people uh, financially, especially in the police and law enforcement line of work is credit cards. Credit cards are a cancer. They are as financially deadly as sarin gas and Ebola. They are, they are the worst thing to happen to people in this in this country since you know you know a a plague or something. Mm-hmm. They're horrible. Um, credit cards again cause things like you know the the, the financial um, you know the, the bankruptcies, the suicides, that kind of thing, divorces, you know all manner of, you know, of ill, um, you know, to your life. So one thing that I suggest to people is right away, keep credit cards out of your wallet, keep them unlinked from things like your Amazon account, from the accounts for your eBay account, link those things to your bank account. If you want to use them, link them to your bank account, because that's where you're going to feel it. If you, if you buy something, okay, you're not going to, it's not a, you know, kick the can down the road to next month or next year. It's immediate. So stop using credit cards, period. If you buy a $100 pair of shoes, 
it'll take you, if you pay the minimums, around nine years to pay their shoes off. Okay. So, <clears throat> excuse me. So shoes end up going, the costing like, like 1500 bucks over the course of that time. And you long since thrown their shoes away. Mm -hmm. Okay. So using credit cards is a, it's a, like I said, a kick the can down the road mentality. Oh, you know, I'll pay for it next month. Okay. Well, rarely does anybody ever pay their credit card, do anybody ever, ever pay their credit cards off um, in, during that month. I, I call them unicorns who got struck by lightning because, you know, I have maybe one or two clients out of my probably 3,000 clients that actually do every single month pay the credit cards off. Uh, it's just things happen. One month, you 500 bucks gets charged, no problem. You work a couple OT shifts, pay that 500 bucks off. Next month, 800 bucks. Yep, you pay that off, no, no problem at all. Well, then what happens in Baltimore just recently happens and your overtime gets cut completely out. What do you do then? Because now you're living at that level. You're living at that overtime level. You're not living at your base salary or below. You're living above it. Well, now the overtime's gone. So what does that do sometimes? It causes people to start thinking about, man, maybe this overtime slip here looks okay. Maybe I could just sign it right. Because you're thinking, oh my God, my family is financially going, you know, going to you know, collapse. What do I do? Uh, you know, you go out work secondary, 16-hour shifts on a weekend, you know, and you don't get to see your family and you have to work it because you got to pay the bills. So the credit cards are incredibly bad. They, 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 they start all manner of financial missteps. Um, so, again, keep credit cards out of your life completely. Just because a card is black or blue or it's metal or not metal, doesn't matter. Those companies don't care about you at all. Um, Brian, I want to be so, very so, respectful of your time. So if, if sure. we could just talk about what it might look like if somebody were to reach out to you and to just kind of gauge where they're at financially. So we have offices all over the country. Okay. They can contact me directly. All right. And, and if I'm not able to meet them in their area, then I have somebody from my, from my company who can meet them in their area. doesn't matter where they are nationwide. Um, what they should expect is somebody to be completely blunt and honest with them. They're not going to have somebody who's going to come out and sugarcoat stuff and say, oh, you know, you could be okay. Just, just don't. No, no, no. It's going to be completely blunt and honest. And listen, do this. Stop doing this. If you do this, this is going to happen. It's kind of like, you know, taking action versus taking no action versus taking some action. Some action is better than no action. But, um, you know, you, you're, you're going to get straight answers. You're going to get, and our company is a protection first financial company. So the first thing we discuss is, if you don't come home tonight, what happens to your family? That's the first thing we discuss, okay? And I know there are certain people out there who love to say buy term, invest the rest of any great. Term insurance is great. I don't care what kind of insurance you have. The kind of insurance I want you to have is the kind that's there the day you pass away. It's all that matters to me. Um, but when you hear buy term, invest the difference or invest the rest, almost no one ever does that by about a 98% margin. Okay, so sitting down with somebody who has your best interest at heart rather than having their bottom line at heart is incredibly important. And there's not many companies out there anymore that have the ratings to support that. So it's also very important you figure out which company you're working with. But again, that goes back to what, what I said when I first started talking is if you have a financial professional who is having you put money into their IRAs and you're not maxing out your deferred comp, you need to question that and ask them, why is this? If they have any questions about that, they can call me or email me anytime. I'll be happy to talk to them. Uh, but there's a, a huge differentiator between my, the way that I do things and the way that 99% of other advisors do things. And I've seen them. You know, and not to speak ill of them, but I, I just do things differently. I love it. 
I love it. And to wrap it up, to wrap it up together, Brian, what is one thing that you would like to share that maybe we haven't touched on yet? So, well, there's a couple things actually, if you don't mind. So there is, first of all, if you don't know what a Roth is, um, a Roth in your, it usually most places have them in the 457 plan. If you don't know what a Roth is, R-O-T-H, absolutely get a hold of me, get a hold of your deferred comp people, ask them what a Roth is, okay? The Roth is you pay your taxes now, you never pay them again in the future, okay? So if you don't have a Roth, get a Roth. I, as long as financially, again, I don't handle taxes and I don't do that kind of thing, but if you, if you and your spouse or you and your significant other make a, over a certain amount of money, then a Roth may not be the best thing. You may want to do more traditional to where you can, uh, uh, you can, uh, you know, save more of your taxable income. Uh, but again, for the whole, as far as an officer, single officer, that kind of thing, do a Roth unless you're otherwise, uh, unless other, otherwise, you know, basically, uh, you said you shouldn't do it, you know, because of the fact that you make too much money. Um, don't ever for the rest of your life buy a new car. That is probably this, one of the single worst financial decisions you can ever make is buying a new car. Um, it, it is, it's the car dealership is the sole winner in that you're not. And the bottom line is stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Stop trying to keep up with the next guy roll call who has this car over here, or this truck over here, or this gorgeous house. They might look like they're doing great, but you probably see them at the station more than you see anybody else because they have to be. Okay. So um, unless they have other financial means, you know, uh, from like bad boy style, Michael Lowry style, how, you know, they're, 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 they're filthy rich and they're, you know, for the adrenaline rush. That's not the norm. That, that's far the exception than the, than the rules. So stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Um, and I guess one of the most important things about today is make sure your family is protected financially. If something happens to you on duty or off duty, Make sure that whatever insurances you have are going to pay out. The way you could check that is look in each one of the policies. Many, actually, I venture to say most of the companies out there have what's called an act of war clause in their policies as far as life insurance goes. Act of war clauses state that if something happens where there's an act of war, 9-11, for instance, obviously the worst day in, in your and I's lifetime in our nation's history, it, probably only equal by perhaps Pearl Harbor, but that day was an undeclared act of war. A lot of insurance companies started declining things right away because it was an act of war. A couple of insurance companies started paying out right away. And because of that, the, some of the other companies kind of fell in line behind them. But make sure that you have a company that doesn't matter how it happens. They're going to pay. There's a difference between on duty and off duty. There's a massive difference. If something happens to you on duty, the chance of that, you, you may know better than I do what the chances of a, of a law enforcement officer dying in a line of duty are. I'm sure it's sub 1%. It's probably in the, you know, one-tenth of one percentile, which is incredible. That's good. We don't want that. But because of that, a lot of officers feel like, well, you know, if I die, my family's taken care of. Yeah. Not if you die in a car accident on the way to work. Not if you die after you're no longer employed there. So that's what the far more uh, likelihood is. So like I said, we're, we're protection first. We make sure that things are taken care of. If you're building a house, you want to build a strong foundation first. A strong foundation for a financial house is protection. You've got to make sure that the life insurance, disability stuff, all that is in place. 
rather than giving an advisor your money to put into their IRAs, which is where they make the, the, you know, most of their money from. Mm -hmm. So just again, if they have those questions, they can reach out to me anytime, day or night. Me and my team are always on. We, we never take days off. I was in Italy and I was taking calls. So, um, and again, I, it, it's an honor to be on here. I really appreciate your time. Um, and if, I'm sorry, go right ahead. So, so Brian, that's all really excellent advice and it, it actually pings into places that our thought process doesn't necessarily go to all of the time because as a wife of a police officer, when we think of the, the worst case scenario, the last thing that we're thinking about is finances. So I love that you, you bring that up. How can people get a hold of you? Is it okay if I link your contact information in the show, in the show description? Sure. My website is very plain. It's very bland because it's a thinner rules. I don't have a really, a really beautiful website. There's a big ugly picture of me that's really photoshopped in there. So I'm sorry. It looks kind of cheesy, but um, it's Brian, uh, B-R-I-A-N at tacticalfinancialgroup.net. Um, so uh, they can also, uh, my cell phone's available. It's 410-302-2992. They can call at any time. Um, we have, again, we have about 12,000 people in the country, um, you know, that I can get them in contact with if, again, if I'm not in their area or if they want to sit out and meet and I'm, I'm not able to get there. Um, but there are people that I've trained throughout our company that are, you know, that are more interested in taking care of them than themselves. Um, if, if, if there are chiefs of police listening, we can teach this at your in services. We can come in and teach it at your, uh, during your, your, uh, uh, your academies. And actually, I'll send you um, a uh, copy of the, uh, I call it Financial 911. It's about a six or seven page, um, basically don't do dumb stuff with your money. I almost said naughty word just now. Uh, but <laughs> That's okay. I have a little money. explicit mark on our show. There you go. So, you know, basically don't do dumb shit with your money. Uh, it's, it's just, it's basically what I was reading to you from, to you from just now. Just, it's kind of an outline of stop doing dumb stuff. Um, you know, put into your deferred comps, stop putting into things out there that are not going to help you 10, 20, 30 years down the road. Um, what to do with their drop, that kind of thing. If I don't know if you, if you guys have talked about the drop yet or not, uh, the deferred retirement option plan. I don't know if you guys have ever had a discussion about that, but um, that's something else that at some point if you want to discuss, I can come back and discuss the deferred comp and the drop and all that stuff and how that works. So beautiful, beautiful. Well, Brian, I thank you so much for sharing this time and space for us. And I have no doubt that a lot of, I mean, I, I took a whole page of notes here and I know that a lot of what you shared, again, is not something that people usually consider. And as you listen to this, I would encourage you, this, this man is an expert and he just literally gave us his cell phone number. I don't know many people that do that. I know that I sure don't. So I know that that's impact value right there where you can consume somebody's time for free, which of course is the most, the most precious asset that any of us have. So Brian, thank you so much for being on our show and I look forward to talking to you again. It's an honor. Thanks very much. And again, thank you for what your husband does and for everybody else out there that wears the badge does. Uh, to me, it's an honor to even work with these ladies and gentlemen. So thanks again.